Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back on the block, Boxster, what we got going on? Is Andrew Alex, was he able to we'll tap in? Yeah, we got Andrew Alex going to join us here on the Allo VIP line. For 20 years, Allo has been dis, uh, disrupting the telecom game, providing meaningful com- connections, supporting businesses, and future-proofing communities. Switch to reliable and buffer-free provider today at allofiber.com or call 402-480-6550, and they'll set you up. There it is. You can find us also on Allo Channel. If you do have Allo and you happen to be sitting at home, you can also chime in there on Channel 951 on the station where you can find all ticket content going on right there as well as all of the streaming platforms. Andrew Alex, what's going on, my friend? It is Friday. How are you? Yes, Strick. It is Friday. I'm happy to be on with you, gentlemen. And I like like the late, great Bill Withers once said, it's a lovely day. (laughs) <laughs> it's a lovely day. Yes, it is, man. It's got to be a lovely day for the Denver Nuggets. Um, I, I wanted to get your thoughts and feedback. Nikola Jokic continues to just turn like turn the heads of those, the beholders, and have people kind of scratching their head. Did we make a mistake with the Embiid situation? Um, because he's just turned up. Like he he's just went to a whole nother notch where everybody else seems to be stuck. But Nikola Jokic is leading this Denver Nuggets team, hopefully to the promised land out there in the mile high country. What say you about how he started off Jamal Murray, the team, all of them getting it going for this uh, first game one? What's your thoughts about game one? Both <laughs> Well, I have a couple of thoughts around game one's trick. Number one being uh, I'm starting to feel, and to be fair, I would have voted for Nikola Jokic uh, had I – have a vote in the MVP of the NBA process. Sadly, they have not given me that yet. Drake, you got connections? Maybe you can get me a vote. Uh, but I hope we get a vote. Yeah, I mean, this guy just does it all, right? I, I think one of my friends actually pointed this out to me last night, and I, I, I think it really held true. Jokic going into the series with like minus 400 Vegas odds to be the series leader in assists, either mm. team. The NBA Finals. And I think it was actually more than minus 400. I think it was like minus 1,000 or something like that. And we are that confident that the big man, the center for the Denver Nuggets, is going to be the leader in assists. Because, I mean, honestly, though, I mean, as I've watched it throughout the NBA playoffs, I think I've gained a greater appreciation for Nikola Jokic, who, you know, myself, like many others, uh, didn't or hasn't had as much of an opportunity to watch him play as some of the NBA's other stars, simply because, you know, Denver, smaller market, not as much national television draw. Uh, and so you don't find him there as much. But the game plan is simple, Strick. I mean, you have a big man who is, you know, unstoppable in a one-on-one situation on the inside. Can also shoot from the outside. He's pretty much good from anywhere on the floor and can pass like Magic Johnson half the time. So mm-hmm. you can double him on the inside. He can still take it from the outside. And if you double him in the post, he can pass it out to one of the many swingmen forwards or, or sharpshooters that Denver has there on the outside. I, I think that 
you know, hats off to the front office and, and of course, Mike Malone as they built this team because using limited resources, as we know, right, uh, you know, you're kind of behind the eight ball of one of these small market teams. Players are going to be less mm-hmm. enthused about going to you. But locking in Jokic, locking in Murray, and then putting the pieces around them that really complement their games, a guy like Michael Porter, a guy like yeah. Bruce Brown, a sharpshooter like Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who's been there before in the postseason. And it's like, you know, this is a uh, – and I, I told you this in April, and, I, and I'll tell you this again. It's, they are the most well-rounded basketball team in the NBA, the most complete basketball team. There is no glaring hole. You could say that about any other team in the West. And they got the best player in the league right now. <laughs> and, you know, so far, I guess you're 13-3 you're and three in NBA playoff games. Uh, and, and there's a reason for that. I mean, this is a, a really set, you know, well put together, well coached ball club, and America saw it last night. One uh, one question that I would have for you, and this this is still in the NBA realm, but as of I would say on May, the exact date would be May twelfth. Uh, where you had a Larry Bird sighting after some time of being away, he finds himself in a baseball cap in a white polo sitting with his arms crossed next to Rick Carlisle at an Indiana Pacers uh, practice, as well as the GM Kelly uh, Krausoff, who were at the team's uh, facility watching pre-draft workouts. Uh, Larry Bird, who was working with the Boston Celtics. He takes over the helm at Indiana uh, from 97 in 97 with no coaching experience. And he led that team to the best NBA record uh, at that time of 58-24. Took some time off. He was uh, hired as president as well of basketball operations. So he he, he was an NBA executive of the year. So he has a resume in that space. He's going to be a consultant for the Indiana Pacers now. Uh, what do you think about that, man? Like Larry Bird coming back with his IQ, with his wisdom, with his eye for talent. Do you think that's a good move for the Sixers, or do you think that's just kind of like a, you know a, a little media hype? Wait, you said he this was with the Sixers? That he no, did? I mean with the Pacers. I'm sorry. With the okay, Pacers. yeah, uh, that makes more sense. Because, uh, yeah, if it was the Sixers, that'd be uh, – That'd be kind of crazy. That'd be, that'd be even bigger news. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think that if you're the Indiana Pacers, uh, you know, if Larry Bird is willing, you know, having him as a voice in that room, as a consultant, is, uh, you know, you can't really go wrong, right? I mean, obviously, uh, my buddy, who uh, can't be on here with us today, Mr. Nathan Brennan, because he is uh, living the dream in Cabo, uh, you know, he'd know the Indiana Pacers franchise more than anyone, but the sheer amount of time I've spent with him in my life, I know too much about the Indiana Pacers. And this is a team that's kind of, uh, you know, looking to take that jump. Like, like we talked about super recently, and it's super evident uh, in the recent history of the NBA. You have these mid-market teams 
You're not going to be a big draw for free agents. You have to do it the right way. It has to be executed perfectly as you build that roster. It's going to require you know, smart drafting and then smart building around those stars that you find. Pacers are never going to be able to like, you know, attract a, you know, LeBron James-type player in free agency. So the yeah. so talent evaluation and roster building is imperative, or else you're going to end up being what the Pacers have been. Uh, you know, for the better part of the last, uh, I guess, in their entire history, they never actually won it, but I would say they were more of an elite team, you know, back in the late 90s when you were talking about Larry Bird was coaching. And of course, they had, uh, you know, Reggie Miller and, and the rest of that roster. Uh, but, yeah, they're, they're kind of been stuck in purgatory. Now they're kind of on the, on the down end of the slope, if you will, missed the playoffs a couple of years in a row. If you want to follow the blueprint of teams like Milwaukee and now the Denver Nuggets, who, despite the limitations of their market, have been able to succeed, in the case of Milwaukee, win an NBA championship, be at the top of the league for now, uh, you know, four years. And in the mm-hmm. case of Denver, it looks like they're going to, I mean, I would say there's a very little chance that he'd come back and win this. Maybe I'll eat my words, but uh, I've seen enough of the Denver Nuggets this postseason to – have steadfast faith that they're going to be the ones to take home the crown, especially with the one I lead already. Like that, those teams aren't built by accident. You're yeah. defying the odds, and the people defying the odds are the people evaluating talent and building these rosters. I think for the Pacers, having Larry Bird as a voice in the room is a really good place to start. Oh, that's good stuff. Real quick question. Last question on the way out the door. You know, just your thoughts as. We get into regionals uh, are starting today. The NCAA College World Series uh, regionals are, are, are starting off today. Uh, the top seeds is Wake Forest at 47 and 10, Florida next, Arkansas, Clemson, LSU, Vanderbilt, Virginia, and Stanford. Uh, who out of the top seeds do you think is, is, is on par or on, 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 in place to make a, a, a big run? Uh, and who do you like just in the regionals as we go get ready for the uh, series later in the month? Uh, in regionals right now, Strick, I mean, I'm a, uh, I'm definitely a fan of what I've seen from Wake Forest. I think they could absolutely uh, go on and make a run there. Uh, I mean, to be fair, you know, I'm mostly familiar on the ACC side, but like I yeah. said last time around, Wake Forest, very dangerous. Don't sleep on Duke. Miami's got a really good mm. roster there, hot at the right time. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Miami. My big prediction will be that uh, you know I, I think that Duke will win that Coastal Carolina regional. I'm really excited for a potential matchup between Miami and Texas uh, for that Miami regional. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I think Wake Forest, uh, you know, has a chance to really cruise. Uh, that being said, I, I wouldn't say that Boston College should go out and be sleeping. Or Alabama should right. be sleeping on Boston College. Uh, right. They're a decent program as well. So I, well, I doggone it, Oklahoma to, uh, State. Know, that's mostly ACC baseball I've watched. I'm excited to really tune in here over the weekend uh, and, and get a grasp as to where some of these other teams are nationally. Because, uh, you know, as you guys know out in Nebraska, the, the College World Series is a uh, – a spectacle to behold every year. And I think this year could add at least the teams that I'm familiar with pose a big threat. So I'm excited to see what the rest of the country looks like. Andrew Alex, I think Oklahoma state probably has 
one of the easier pathways that I've seen in a while. Now I could listen, don't, 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 don't get me wrong. Oral Roberts or any of them can, can, can uh, clip them. I'm here in Dallas, Dallas right now until I fly out, but Dallas Baptist is, is, uh, uh, is, is just one of those teams that's just been building a little campus right there uh, over there by a church I used to attend. And, and uh, so they look like they got a pretty easy easy route uh, for the most part, but you just never know. Somebody can step up and clip you. Thank you, Andrew. Alex, man, thanks for the comments, the con- uh, your, your thoughts as well on the NBA Finals and other topics. We appreciate you as always. Thanks for joining in. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Strick. Shout out to Travis Stone, a friend of mine from years ago. Is a, I think he's like the pitching coach at Dallas Baptist right now. So good luck to him and his boys uh, the rest of the way. Uh, thanks, as always, for having me on. I uh, appreciate the good folks in Nebraska, and everyone enjoy your weekend. Hopefully uh, it looks to be as beautiful out there as it is here in the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. Sounds good. There he is, Andrew Alex, uh, 247 Sports, uh, joining us out from the East Coast uh, here on the block. We appreciate him. We're going to cross over next with whoever's in the building. We don't care. And if it's not, that's okay. Me and Bacchus, <laughs> we'll, we'll take over. We'll just continue this conversation. And uh, we'll finish out the segments right here on the block. Last segment coming up next, crossover.